0: Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Ali here and I'm with Kerry. So do you feel stuck in life? Do you want to change but you just don't know how to? So like most people, Kerry and I have had stories in our heads that have held us back from doing things that we've really wanted to. And today we want to share with you the stories that we've told ourselves, how we've changed them, and how it's changed our lives. Hi, Kerry, what stories have you told yourself in the past?
1: Okay, a story that I held on to for a long time in childhood was that I wasn't very confident and I
0: wouldn't say
1: boo to a goose for a long time. I was actually quite shy. But what's weird is I was a giant. <laughs> when I was young well I still am a giant well, but... you're taller than me <laughs> but when I was like 10 ish that mm-hmm. sort of age I I was nearly six foot tall like I was really tall and I think that I felt like the whole world could see me you know mm-hmm. I I had the shortest best friend I couldn't have picked a shorter best friend so it was like little and large um, and um I was forever like hunching down trying to be trying to be small trying to Mm. be just in the crowd you know and I think that affected me in my head that made me just feel unconfident I didn't want to be seen I wanted to just just whiz through life under the radar does that make sense yeah it does
0: I suppose it's because physically you were bigger than everyone else instead of actually just changing you physically it made you smaller in your head as well would that be the best way of saying it I
1: totally think that is exactly yeah that's exactly how I felt yeah I tried to just make everything small Mm. and um and hide and that went through with me until I would say even up to the mid-30s maybe yeah I mean it got better as I as everyone else caught up with me in height yes um And then I've got a a really tall husband now. So we actually are all land of the giants. So
0: I'm not (laughs) sorry, I'm the smallest one. So what made you change? What what was the thing that changed the story in your head about you being a giant and you had to be small? Yeah, that's quite a contradiction, isn't it?
1: Um, so I like, as you know, personal development and I love a man called Tony Robbins. So we went to his seminar and it's a four-day event, and he is he just makes you own yourself, you know? He just makes you believe that you can achieve and do anything you you want to in this life. Yeah. And I think a, a light switched in my head where he, he had this one moment on the seminar where he was like, if there's an issue, just move over crowd, I'm coming through, I'm here, I'm going to fix it. And I think that just resonated with me and I just thought, I'm that person, I can be that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what started me in the zone where I thought, actually, stop being meek, mild, and let's be me. <gasps>
0: yeah. be tall inside as well as outside. Yeah.
1: So, yes, yeah. so, and since then, I think I've just grown in confidence. Now I don't shy away from anything. I, no, you, I wouldn't, you wouldn't
0: believe. You know, I know. Obviously, I know you really well. I know this. There's certain times, like everyone, we're all a little bit worried about certain things. Yeah. On the whole, you just face it, and you'll go, "Well, okay, I'm just doing it." Yeah, that's it. What's the worst that can happen?
1: <laughs> Very True. <laughs> yeah. Love that saying, um, because normally the worst that can happen isn't that bad. So yeah. the worst yeah. thing that so can just, happen
0: is you don't do it at all. Uh, yeah, Whoa. totally. Ooh, oh, like that.
1: <laughs> okay, so tell me one of your stories that
0: held you back. Okay, at school, we're all going back a long way today, aren't we? At school, I found when it came to English. I think because the way my memory is, I really struggled with holding information in. I found English and then history and geography those sort of subjects quite difficult. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't particularly academic. And I think as a society in this country, we really look at that academia is the thing, and if you can't do well, then you're not very good. And I think I just had that sort of feeling all the time that I just wasn't clever. I did okay at school. I passed all my exams, but I was, this is old school, more CSEs, um, no (laughs) O-levels. And I did really well in the maths, So that was equal to an O-level. But then, of course, when you start going into the workplace, everyone wanted then Mm O-level English and maths. And once again, it made you feel that you weren't particularly clever. So I had to elaborate on my CV and the fact that I did obviously have an English (laughs) O-level and a maths O-level. (laughs)
1: I think we all did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it gave me a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, but I always felt that I wasn't as clever as everyone else. And as you know, I also love motivational stuff, and I just wanted to understand more about the, the mind and how we work. So I saw with the Open University they did a psychology degree, and there was part of me just thought, go on, just try it. But it took me maybe over a year to actually get enough courage up to think, right, no, I will try. And the good thing with the OU is that you started with a couple of level one years, then you did a couple of level two, then a couple of level three. So you could work up to it. And it wasn't like I was paying for the whole degree. So I thought step at a time. Yeah. So I did the first two years at level one and I did really well, but then I could hear myself making all these excuses up like, oh, well, OU not as difficult as normal degree or, oh, well, the teacher, obviously other people in the course can't be very good. So she's marking me up. And it really took me a long time. It was actually one of my friends turned around and said, for heaven's sake, you're doing really well. It's because you can do it. You're clever. I still didn't feel it. But I think because I love the subject so much, I sort of forgot about it and I really pushed myself. But even after having the degree, I still didn't believe that I was particularly clever. And it wasn't until a friend of ours turned around and looked at my website and said, oh my God, Ali, I cannot believe how many qualifications you've got. God, you're so clever. And I couldn't argue it. And just something clicked. And I thought, actually, yeah, I am. I am clever. Yeah, yeah, I am clever. But I still don't think I'm particularly academic, which is still crazy. It's Um, crazy because you so are. I know, but I do see myself now as someone that actually can do it. Just on a course recently, took me months really hard but I didn't question myself once I just thought yeah I can do this
1: that's good so that's what's changed in you isn't it you believe that you can now yes I believe I can yeah yeah whereas before you just yeah never always doubting yourself it's so it's so crazy though because of all the people you come across very academic to me well you know what you know what I'm like I mean especially when it comes to a computer um (laughs) I mean yeah it's amazing but I never look at myself and think oh, I'm not academic because it's not a story in my head for me exactly no, you know. exactly
0: yeah. but but yeah. I also I do look at social media and the clients that come into me and think do you know something so many people see themselves as stupid and they're not and it's the way our schools and the way we're set up in this country that we make people that can remember things and write things down as clever but someone that is really yeah. Creative, or that they can, they're very good at sport or make things, they're yeah. looked upon as stupid people. But yeah, I think
1: it's changed. I think it's changing. I think yes. society is changing because yes. I think there's this whole world of entrepreneurs now. Where true, I hear true. a lot of stories where people are saying I didn't get grades at school. However, I've had this idea and I've made millions of pounds. You know, yes. so I think. But I think we still have that schooling system where it's very grade related.
0: Yeah, there is still that core of like yeah. more the academics that make everyone else. Well, they don't make everyone else feel stupid because that's actually that story again. But <laughs> it, 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 but it breeds that they are maybe more important and they yes. are clever and that others. On. I remember seeing this little cartoon and it had a goldfish, a monkey, a snake, and I think a parrot, something like that. And they all stood in a line and the person said, the first to climb the tree is the one that's the cleverest. Now the thing is the monkey it's going to go up it, no problem. This little goldfish in its <laughs> bowl hasn't got hope in hell. but we're all clever or really good at things that are unique to us. And we shouldn't be looking at other people and thinking "Well, they're up here, we're down there. We all have our superpowers. We've just got to find them and use them.
1: Yeah. Perfect. It's even go back to the confidence thing. I think I used to look at people that were confident and be like, Oh my God, look at them. They're just doing stuff. And I'd be like, I can't do that my worst fear used to be a party sort of situation where a gala dinner or something like mm. that not that I went to them very often but where you'd sit around a table with a load of strangers mm. and I would be like oh my god I'd be in a mess but look at I can talk to anybody I now. was gonna say it's- you talk for England
0: now they do get get word <laughs> in edgeways
1: yeah but I, in my head I obviously felt like I wasn't good enough
0: mm. yeah. so we are going to talk about two stories each today What's another story that you used to tell yourself? How did it change? And how do you feel about it now?
1: Another story that I used to tell myself, it's more business related and it's sort of still confidence related. I used to look at people in my industry and put them on a pedestal and be like, oh my God, they're amazing. I'd love to be like them, but they've got all this experience and they're so skilled. Inside, I was saying to myself that I'm not going to be be like that ever mm. be at that level what did you um, see
0: them like an expert and then you yes. as not an expert even though you you had we been doing experience. the same you've work you've been doing it for years yeah yeah I used to see them as yeah as some special expert that was just
1: amazing mm. and I mean I know it's always good to look up to somebody and mm-hmm. and want to be like them I think deep down I never thought I could be like them however as you just said I've been doing what I've been doing for like 20 odd years and i've done loads of training i've done loads of treatment but now i believe that i can totally be like that person i'm not afraid to go on any course or learn anything now that's going to make me an expert and i believe with my skills the more you do something the better you get And i've done it for years and years and years and now i believe that i'm an expert in my
0: field yeah i mean at the end of the day the way i look at you and i see a lot of people in your industry you've had the confidence to train all over the world you know you've been to America you've been to so many other places to hone your skill yeah you've been doing this now for over 20 years what's made you go from "Mm, I'm not as good as the others or they're experts and I'm not to actually I'm an expert too I didn't see myself as
1: an expert even though I've had over 20 years of experience in my industry until I read something a couple of years ago that said that every expert has to take their first step on their journey to get Mm -hmm. to where they want to go and since then my mindset changed something I, I again wow. flipped a switch in my head and made mm. me think I've been doing like 18 years of what I've been doing always looking at people thinking they're amazing and I'm not as amazing as them mm-hmm. and then suddenly I thought my journey I've done all my little steps to my mm. journey and I am an expert at what I do and now I believe I'm a real leader in my industry even people like Tony Robbins have to start somewhere and you just take this journey to becoming the expert that you want to be mm. and that now, I believe after all this time take my time but I got there and now and now I believe that I am an expert and when clients come into me I have this confidence that yeah. I totally and I know I knew what I was doing but I totally know what I'm doing now
0: yeah. You know? no, I, I've, yeah I've seen it in the last two years how much you've grown there is no way that you would have done your YouTube channel oh my god no because you would have said well why would I do that I'm not an expert but yeah like you could see that Well, I just see you as really academic, you know, you've got all these qualifications. It's so funny that sometimes we're so close to things, we don't actually see who we really are. It's like we have to all go around and ask our best friends, who do you think I am? What do you think I'm really good at? Because that's the only way you actually learn who you are, because we are so blinkered. That's so true, what you
1: have just said. I listened to something, funny enough, um, and um, they said that you should ask your friends, How they see you. Can I just tell you,
0: that was on one of my YouTube videos. Was
1: it? I can't remember that. (laughs) I'm glad you listened to me. (laughs) But it's true, because they say that, well, what we're talking about now,
0: you just don't see it in yourself. So I just feel that it is amazing how just reading one sentence made such a... It was literally like someone had switched a light on in you. I've told you for years that you're amazing what you do, but it's once again we can tell each other stuff but when someone's close you you sort of think they're being a bit nice it's a bit like my tutor saying you've got a good mark it was like oh you know they're just doing it because of where if you read something and it just is like a light bulb moment it's amazing what a difference it can make to our lives it really does change that story that we've been telling ourselves for years and you can be a different person from it yeah totally it's finding that switch though that's the thing very true
1: Okay, Ellie, what's your second story that you've told yourself for years?
0: So my second story that I told myself for a long time was that I could never always use the word never. I could never do anything (laughs) like a YouTube channel or I could never do a training session on Zoom for a lot of people. Or I could never stand in front of an audience and share the things I've learned over the years.
1: Oh, my gosh. I remember when you were going to do a seminar and you were going to have to stand on stage and do a presentation. Do you remember how I'm much worried, worried you... I was? I was I so worried. You were so stressed out about yeah. it. I mean, it didn't actually happen in the end, luckily for you at the time. <laughs> True. But
0: you do that hands down now. Totally. Yeah. And it's just so strange how it was like I told myself that I wouldn't remember what I needed to say. What I had to say, no one would be interested whatsoever. Who'd want to listen to me? These stories were going into my head. And it was like yeah. I was so nervous about it just a bit like you, where you read something. I watched a YouTube video and this person was saying that actually all we've got to fear is fear itself. And if someone else can do something, then you can do something. And also linked a little bit to the unfamiliar is the unfamiliar until we make it familiar. Yeah. If you look at my first YouTube video that I did in January to my last one, I'm just shocked on how much I've improved because It, now I, I'll literally think, right, what subject am I going to talk about? I'll have a little bit look at some of my notes or things that I've dealt with with my clients, etc. I'll write a few little notes down, get the video and I just shoot it. Yeah. My first one I was like, oh my God, I don't know. No one's going to listen. And, and it's just the mindset has changed completely. As in, yeah, of course I'm nervous. Of course I'm a bit worried what I'm going to say because I want to say the right things. I'm now chairing a life coaching group every week and I don't think anything of it.
1: No, you just log on. Just log on and just do it. It's like everything boils down to fear though, doesn't it? It's all fear. And it's all just a massive story that we build in our head because of the fear. And like you say, the minute you do something and it becomes familiar, next time it's not so scary, you do it again. And the time it's less scary, less scary, less scary.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that changed with this was um, I have a mentor and in one of his sessions, he turned around and said, if you're in your head you're dead and that really rang a bell because the problem is when you're worried about doing something you're internal you're thinking about yourself you're thinking about am I going to make a mistake am I going to look stupid what am I going to say and it's you're just inside your head absolutely bricking it really yeah yeah as soon as you turn your focus to the people that you're trying to serve the people you're trying to help and think about what you're going to say to help them it takes the and the worry from inside to helping and love and connection and it's a different story
1: yeah it is it is just thinking a different way and like mm. like literally like you just said you're you're helping somebody you haven't got to look at yourself and think oh my god my hair's not right or I'm not saying the right words or with them looking at you you automatically go to that way of thinking you're like yeah, oh my god what are they going to think of me
0: you're worried about being judged but actually yes. you're judging yourself yeah yeah
1: I know, but it's, it's crazy like now what you do on video. I remember yeah. the little course that we both did, you made me do. <laughs> Because you knew that I wasn't keen on video. I remember the first time I had note after note after note and I had them all stuck behind my phone so I could see them without my eyes showing. And I was like a robot. It was awful. But by getting to that little course, I was like, I didn't like, just like you said, just yeah. got the camera out and I was quite actually quite excited to do a video.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have that story now, but it was just two things really that just yeah. changed my mindset. So it's amazing how just two stories, and I'm sure we've had loads of other stories over the years, and some of them maybe we're still holding on to. Really, what we think isn't the truth. What we think about ourselves in particular, we can change that story. So I hope our two stories have maybe empowered you a bit to think differently, to think outside the box, to think, actually... I've been thinking of things that have held me back and it really does need to be. And you've seen that in our cases, you know, something you read or something that someone says, maybe even listening to this is going to flick a switch in your head and you're going to think, actually, why, is, why has that been holding me back all these years? I can do it. And it is also just pushing out of your comfort zone slightly and not being in your own head.
1: What I think now is people, if they, if you hear or if you feel judged by somebody, it's a second or two that they've made that judgment and then they've yep. forgotten. So just don't let it affect you.
0: And actually, we judge ourselves way more than other people do. And then we hold on to things like you're saying, when you were younger, you were a lot taller than everyone else. <laughs> OK. And as a child, you were different. You stuck out like a sore thumb in your head. I'm sure there's a lot of other children who thought, God, I wish I was tall as Kerry. That's amazing. She can pick up things from really tall shelves. <laughs> everybody now
1: even now because I'm still quite a lot taller than most ladies they're all like I wish I was as tall as you and I'm like oh my god I wish I was shorter
0: even now I still yeah. like yeah. I can't wear heels no for sake. I can't no I know no. so yeah, yeah it's quite funny it is I suppose what we're trying to say is we are programmed throughout life and things that we might not even believe have programmed us have especially when we we're really younger and we grow up believing that that is the truth It can't change. That's who I am. But actually, if you think about these things and think about what's been holding you back and then you change your story, you can change. We've Mm -hmm. just shown you just two of the things that we've changed in our minds and has made a huge difference to us. I mean, we wouldn't be talking to you today if we hadn't changed at least one of these stories totally and again i think i
1: think it's quite good to try to understand your stories you know like work
0: out what stories
1: are limiting you like i think a lot of things is confidence with people isn't it a lot of things stem down to to confidence i am not enough
0: is the biggest yeah i'm not Which enough confidence. i am not enough i am not worthy you know, yeah. I'm not enough to do a video yeah. on YouTube. You're not enough to be an expert. It, it, yeah. If you stem it right all the way down, yeah. the biggest thing and the biggest fear is I am not enough. Not enough.
1: However, if you think I am enough, yeah. and then do whatever, even if it scares the hell out of you, just go and do it. Mm-hmm. And what's the worst that can happen? Take that first step, and look then at, you do it. Yeah, look at you. You're linking you it all together. <laughs> It's true though. Then it's you do it, true. and the unfamiliar becomes
0: familiar, and then it's easy. Uh, God, you're getting you're turning into a pro. Don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You'll> swap jobs. <laughs> but yeah. it's so it's true. You just have got to think like think like you're not you, and you're someone else doing it. I think that helps.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the other things that I've mentioned on Instagram is treat yourself as if you were your best friend. Yes. If you're nicer to yourself, if you actually give yourself a bit of slack, if you actually say, do you know something, you can do this, you are amazing in your own way, and then as you say, take that first step, don't worry about what's going to happen, because fear is the worst thing, you know, the actual event isn't as bad as you think it's going to be, and just take little steps. If you take a little step to change every day for a month, you won't believe how different you are from the beginning of the month to the end of the month. Yeah so I really hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast and we really look forward to speaking to you all next week. Bye for now. Bye.